Hello, my name is Ray from Damn It's Interesting, and today on my segment, Ray Therapy Session, I'm here today with... Angel. Yes, and joining us in the background is Nick and Alyssa. Um, just to say they're in the back, because you might hear extra people, that's who they are, so y'all know faces to the voices. Um, today on the podcast, we're talking about religious trauma now i'm not really um say um this ain't really something i'm familiar with i didn't really uh, grow up in a really religious house or really experience any like stuff from like being religious or anything so angel is going to be talking more on her experience and because a lot of people have talked to me about this and she's one of them and I'm very interested in hearing about what happened and she's very interested in talking about it on my podcast so I guess my first question for you today Angel is what religion was it like what religion did you experience it's called Jehovah's Witnesses um a lot of people kind of see it as I guess it's more of a Christian religion um but, like, once you're in it, you kind of realize the signs, and you realize it's pretty much a cult. And it's just, like, this big old cover-up thing, I guess. What do they practice in uh, Jehovah Witness? I know there's, like, there's no birthday and no Christmas, which already a deal-breaker for me. Um, but, um, what like, what are their beliefs? What are people that, like, practice Jehovah Witness usually, like, do? Um, it's pretty Christian-based. The thing about like holidays and stuff is they don't practice anything that's I guess pagan originally originated so like Christmas birthday stuff like that fun fact when I was six years old um, I was at the hospital with my dad and it was my birthday and the nurse told me happy birthday and I said oh I don't celebrate my birthday because I would get my head cut off and that came from in the Bible in the only two times that a birthday is mentioned in the Bible Someone ended up getting their head chopped off. So it was actually kind of interesting the way my parents kind of forced me to believe things and the way it was mostly like threatened on me instead of like taught to me. But it's pretty much like Christian based. And you said Bible, like y'all follow like the actual just regular, like they follow the actual like just regular Bible. They don't have their own like scripture or anything. They kind of have their own. It's called the New World Translation. They made a simplified version a few years ago, which is kind of odd to me because they just twist a lot of the words to kind of fit into what they want you to believe. So it's pretty much their own version of the Bible. No. Okay. So very manipulative of that religion. Um... You said it's a cult. What would you describe a cult? Because when I think of a cult, I think of like the, you know, the Charles Manson family you know, <laughs> type cult, you know, I, you know, which, you know, one of those type cults, you know. Yeah, the way I would explain it is because a lot of it's based on manipulation. So they target, one of the main things that they do is they target people like victims of abuse, single mothers, stuff like that. And they manipulate them into thinking that they're going to take care of them. But in that process, they're brainwashing them and getting them to, like, fit into this little category that they want you to just, like, stay just with them. Like, I was never allowed to befriend people who weren't part of that religion. They called them worldly people. And if I even tried, I would get in trouble. 
and my dad would like beat me or something and um we weren't allowed to watch disney movies because they had magic in them we weren't allowed to watch anything with superheroes because it was supernatural stuff like that so it was all like we were very sheltered and we were only able to read or watch or hear whatever they told us we could so that we wouldn't be able to make up our own minds or make up our own ideas we could only think what they wanted us to think no i'm I, I'm curious. You said it like they didn't allow you to watch Disney movies with magic. What did they allow y'all to watch or experience? Because that's kind of mostly. I just grew up watching like really old movies, so stuff my mom and dad like watched when they were kids. So stuff that was like very PG thirteen. Even like PG thirteen movies sometimes run okay. So it was mostly like cartoons and stuff. And then the religion itself actually made movies and shows and stuff. Like there was these things called Caleb and Sophia videos that were targeted for like little or kids. And so we were only able to watch those or like they would call them dramas, uh, stuff like that. Like literally the religion made their own movies and shows so that we could watch that instead of watching anything else that they would call the world made. Hmm. So. No, that's interesting. I didn't know they had, like, their own, like, you know, um, network, you know, like, they really just, like, was, like, um, yeah, they were, like, that's interesting, actually. I, you know, because I know, like, actually, this other religion, I can't remember the name, they do something similar to that, but, um, um, you said, like, your family was Jehovah Witness. Are some of them still Jehovah Witness? Um... So, the way it started was my abuelita, my dad's mom, she was a Jehovah's Witness, and she taught my dad that. And then later on, my dad met my mom, and they got back into that religion, so I was raised in it. But mainly, the only people in the religion is, like, my grandma and some people from my dad's side of the family. Oh, okay. Um, that's actually... So, your grandma was Jehovah's Witness, and your dad was... And then you met your mom, became Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. and then you, um, did anyone else in your family practice, or was it just them? Like, it's right now, it's just your mom and dad still? Um, it was originally just my mom and dad for a while, and then, um, it's actually interesting, my brothers were the ones that got my grandparents into it. So, now it's just my grandma, my mom and my dad, and, like, some people from my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Now, I imagine you're not Jehovah's Witness anymore. Yeah, that's, that's probably you know clear. Um, what did they think about you not practicing when they found out? Oh. There's this thing called disfellowshipping in their religion, where basically if you decide that you don't want to follow the rules of the religion or you do something that they don't like, they disfellowship you. Basically, they make you an outcast. You can't talk to any of your family. You can't talk to any of the friends you grew up with. You have to stay just to yourself until they decide that that was enough time for you to be punished and you can come back to associating with everyone else again. So I'm kind of like on the border right now because I'm kind of avoiding talking to a lot of the people to where they can officially disfellowship me. But my mom and dad, like I still talk to them every once in a while. I mainly do it to check on my little brother. Um, but other than that, like, everyone else just kind of sees me as this little rebel who decided to act out because I thought my parents were too strict. Hmm. So. No, I mean, I would say rebel, more like, you just like, independent, you know, follow your own, you know, mm-hmm. 
were you practicing Jehovah Witness in the states, or because I you because before you told us you grew up in Mexico, mm-hmm. was that in Mexico you were yeah. practicing Jehovah Witness? Yeah. So I imagine there, you know, freedom of religion. I'm not sure how their rights are over there, but like I imagine that's not like a one of them, you know. Uh, so coming here, but probably definitely different in the sense of. You I know, think where I grew up, it was a little bit more like stricter because i met a lot of people from so we were in an english they call it congregation our church is called the congregation and we were in the english but like whenever i would talk from the people who were in the spanish ones like the native language of where it was it was a lot stricter and like it was actually kind of interesting because ours was a lot influenced by america since we had a lot of people come down from america and move there but definitely down there in Mexico, it was. I think it was a little bit worse because they took it a lot more seriously, and it hadn't like really evolved as much as people in America had seen it. So, hmm. nothing interesting. I guess different countries have different ideals of religion. That's that's actually interesting. Actually. Um, like I said earlier, um, we have other people here that are not talking. One of them is Alyssa. She has a question, so I'm going to let her ask her a question. So, Alyssa's going to take over real quick on the so, mic. So, uh, you mentioned about how your religion... You might have to get a little closer. <clears throat> you mentioned how about your religion left you this trauma. Uh, since leaving, have you had problems with... Uh, looking at religion differently or do you have problems connecting with people after the trauma that's actually a really good question um i had been sitting down with my aunt and uncle who i live with now and we were talking about religion and i feel like growing up the way i did i ha- i'm just like really confused because i don't know like what of the bible was taught is true and what isn't so i've been just kind of trying to differentiate like what was real and what wasn't because I just have this like really clouded view of God now and I want to believe that there's something out there that I can believe in but it's really conflicting because the way I grew up is I had an abusive dad who would beat on my brothers and me and my mom and God never did anything to help us and then they ended up turning back onto drugs and then they were using us to traffic drugs across the border And every time we would try to get help from people in the religion, nothing happened. There was just like, they would just cover up everything and tell us to deal with it. And then when my parents would find out that we were trying to get help, it would make it even worse. And I guess my whole childhood, I was just like, why, if there was a God, why would he let all of this stuff happen, you know? So I guess my whole thought process is trying to get myself to believe that there is something out there and it just... I don't know. It's really conflicting. I'm still working on that. That's okay. Would, um, you, oh, would you say you became agnostic since then? Agnostic oh. or just atheist? I was atheist for a while. Um, I'm trying to kind of lean off of that because I know, like, it's just kind of sad not having anything to believe in, especially growing up the way I did. But I would say I'm more atheist than anything at the moment. But I'm trying to, like open my mind up to new possibilities so i kind of get what you mean whenever you talk about like how sad it makes you not believe in anything because i whenever i hear your story i think of my own religious trauma which is catholicism um basically my parents are real strict catholics and so there was always like something to do that was right and whenever it wasn't it's just 
explosive anger and you're just like why would a god set us here and then when i try being myself it is not what they want and Mm -hmm. so i'm like how did god create me in his image and not love me in his image Mm -hmm. so what i did for i guess my own sanity was turn to spirit spirituality which is not the same as any other religion it's just you know doing the right things by what feels right and so i would always go where my intuition or morality would lead me and so i get i get where you're coming from because religion and the trauma of it is such a heavy thing especially when you're not able to like to take care of your mental health it's just down spirals and so i'm rooting for you <laughs> thank you yeah um being like that topic i was gonna ask um has being you know, a Jehovah witness um made you um not want to practice religion at all because I know there's some religions out there that are a lot more not like that in a sense like uh, there's probably some like religions that people can get behind that aren't as strict and like pretty I guess chill religions have you ever like considered some of them I don't have any examples but I heard um you know I think um no I don't want to say that I don't think that's true but there's like certain religions out there that are pretty um chill base i guess have you ever considered joining or you know being in one of those well i actually um i went to church with my aunt it was just like your basic christian religion but i went to church with her and it was just like really weird for me because i grew up like going to church every tuesday and sunday and what they would do on sundays they had this thing called the watchtower study and we would read from this magazine, they would ask questions, and we would answer based on what our own research found. And then after that, we would just sit for 30 minutes and listen to some dude up there talk about the Bible and talk about God. But this church that I went to, it was just mostly singing, and like people up there talking really enthusiastically, and it was just so weird was for me. Was it Faith Family? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> face family because i'm like why is my uh preacher is just like a school teacher yeah. he's like, just like a super chill guy like i don't like i like and why the smoothie bar i'm only and no that was actually nice i was like damn like is this a business or is this i a really like the drummer though the drummer the was drummer, going off uh, i think i know the drummer i want to say that he's a uh, man i forgot his name but he, i think i used to work with him because he used to tell me about his drum practice Oh. Uh, so with your when you were being extorted through religion and like nobody was there to help you what what did you turn to like that's such a dark moment in your life like I, I couldn't even imagine myself in that um I had it was mainly my brothers like my little brother Gregory and my brother Eric like I mean who better to understand what you're going through than someone who's going through the exact same thing you know so we just honestly relied on each other for a lot of the time I had some friends through the religion that knew like all the flaws it had and stuff and I was able to talk to them and vent to them a little bit um there was this one family they were called the Blackwells and honestly they helped me through a lot like the mom Lori she's still in the religion but like She was the one that kind of gave me a little bit of hope in the religion to see that there is some good people in it. Yeah. And, like, that whole family, the dad Gentry, 
their son Connor and their daughter Montana like they all helped me through so much just having them in my life like I was able to like I had some people that were there to support me and I could turn to them when things got bad so I was really lucky to have that because I know a lot of people didn't really have that yeah but they definitely helped me through a lot um other than that I just like I discovered music at a really young age do you play music um I don't really you make music I like singing yeah I don't really like singing in front of people because okay. I'm shy, but I do like singing. Um, but, like, honestly, music and, like, reading and writing stuff down, like, that's what helped me a lot. And it got me through some pretty dark times, so. That would be amazing. I would love to see you, like, create something and put it out there because I think your your story, it, it relates to so many people. And I think most of the time people are afraid to, you know, share that because, one, their family, then the church, and, you know, everybody else who's going to be like, oh, what do you know, because you're so young, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. But when you came in, like, I could just see, like, you know, you had this peaceful energy, you know, there's no, like, I could see that you would never harm somebody intentionally, and so it's, it's amazing from what you've suffered and, like, how far you came, and Mm -hmm. so I don't know if anybody's told you, but you're doing amazing. Thank you, that means so much. Yes, it was very kind. Um, cheers. Um, do you believe in the afterlife? Like, have, I'm not sure what Jehovah's Witness believe afterlife rise, heaven, hell, nothing, incarnation. No, probably not. But like, what do you like think of that? I mean, I know that's a very weird question, but like, have that like change your opinion i'm not sure what your opinion was like before this is like a huge thing actually um i was always taught that when we die there was a certain amount of people that would go to heaven they were called the hundred and forty four thousand. they were the anointed and those are the only people that were going to heaven the rest of us were going to die and get resurrected onto this new earth that was going to be called the paradise that was always what i was told and that hope of paradise is what's gotten so many people trapped in this religion because they're so scared that that's going to be true and then if they don't stay in the religion they're not going to get to enjoy that because it was always a threat it was always if you're not part of the religion if you don't study this and this and that you're not going to get to live forever on this wonderful paradise earth where everything's going to be perfect and there's no pain and suffering and that's what i was always taught that's actually kind of interesting because their religion doesn't have a bad place is more like you go to the really good place or you go to a good place that's not as good as Evan but it's still pretty chill you know <laughs> it's like hundred the lucky hundred thousand people get to go up and chill with God but we're still on like this earth too mm-hmm. uh, that's actually I can imagine why people would want to believe in that I mean I don't know if people should you know whatever but like um, I imagine how people can get not tricked but like be like huh Maybe I should. Um, I have another question. Have you... Oh, actually, no. It's, it's not really an important question. It's going to be a silly question from, like, earlier. Uh, not whatever now. Um, would you raise your kids religious? Had that been in, like... Oh, like, not in that religion, but, like, a different religion. Or what if your kid... What if you're not religious, but your kid is, like, Mom, I want to practice more than so-and-so. You know, whatever. Like, Judaism, Christianity, Catholic. If they were, like, you know, I'm going to join this. I believe in this. 
what would you tell them? I mean, I would want my kids to pursue whatever they wanted to believe. I mean, of course, I would make sure that, like, it's not something that's going to harm them or something that's going to, like, trap them into something harmful like I got trapped in. But I would definitely, personally, I wouldn't raise them religious, but if they discovered their own kind of, like, opinions on things, I would let them explore that. Because, I mean, free will is important to me. Like, I'm not going to tell someone what they should and shouldn't think. Of course, I'm going to, like, make sure that they're doing it safely and stuff like that. But I'm going to let them choose what they want to do. No, that's right. You know, that's, that's, that's really good. Because I'm not religious. I don't plan on going to church ever after I... I haven't been to church in years, so I don't imagine if I have a family, if my wife wants to go to church, she can go. I'm not going, or I might go just to be with her. But I don't imagine like me being like, we gotta go to church. I'd be like, eh, whatever. It's Sunday. Let's watch football or something. Um, <laughs> I imagine I'd just be very nonchalant about it. My son was like, um, what is, what do you know? I'd be like, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't really practice religion or anything. Not that I don't believe, I just don't go. I just, I just, yeah, just, but, um, now, this is a kind of a question for everyone, um, I'm not sure if this is really more of a religious trauma thing, but, uh, what do y'all think about schools who make people pray in school, not Christian schools, just normal high schools or whatever that make people pray? I mean, I think forcing someone to do that is wrong. But I do kind of like the fact that they are allowing people to have, like, if someone believes in something, they're giving them that freedom to be able to, um, I guess, worship or do whatever, that they have that freedom to do so. So it's not just like, oh, no, you can't do that. We don't believe in religion. But I do think there is a line that crosses whenever it's forced onto them instead of letting them choose to do whatever they would like to do. So, that's my opinion on it. Hmm. Oh, yes. Let's let's go around, everybody. Next is Nick. Um, <clears throat> in my school, my elementary school, the praying thing was, like, a big thing for us in Torres. Um, they, like, they made us pray before, um, like... PE, they would make us sit down in a circle and like put our heads down and say, Hey, this is a good school, blah, blah. This is how we're going to do this and this and this before like the school will start. And I was really against that because that took away a lot of learning time and friend, like trying to make friends because everyone was like, Oh, God, this, God, that, God, this. And I just think it's all BS. I don't like it. That's it. Um, I think it's. Hi. I think it's a a platter of things. I think it's really good that we have space for any religion. So I know Islam, uh, the religion of Islam, that they have prayers throughout the day, and I think it's good to have a safe space for those who worship to be in a place that they're not going to be interrupted, or disrespected, or you know harmed. And so I think that's good. But I think forcing it onto everybody is just. You know, if somebody doesn't want to, that's their thing. You know, there should be a healthy boundary between, you know, people, <clears throat> the school, state, etc. 
Yeah, no, that's that's actually very good because when you said people of what is is Muslim, Islam. Islam, yeah, they um they they practice. I know I forget the names of it, but they do have a schedule based on what time the prayer. And I remember seeing this video where it's like this lady was like, "You can't be doing this here, whatever." And I was like, "Man," and like that's true. If if a kid who practices that at a school, they should be allowed to be able to do that, even if they're not Christian, but. My experience, I guess, I never really cared that we prayed. I remember in football, they made us do the same prayer, the most standard prayer, like, um, um, how did it go? It's like, uh, my father and Lord of heaven, I be my name and kingdom come. That I did not know the words most of the time. I would be like, mm, amen. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I think I said the line to like a song. I was like, uh, someone, um, just like the, um, just random like shit sometimes, uh, Later on, I didn't learn the words, and I was like, okay, yeah. And, you know, I guess I didn't really take it to heart. I was just like, okay, let's get this prayer done. Let's go play sports or whatever. It never really was like a, you know, like, let's go out. Like, like a lot of people afterward, they do like the whole cross their heart, you know, and that. Um, Then in band, they had people, they actually had people, um, do the prayer they'd be like this is the person that do the prayer they're their own custom prayer that was maybe strange because i was like at least in football we're doing like everybody's doing it this one was like someone's like like they would go off or whatever they'd be like yeah let's you know they just say a prayer um but prayer in school is definitely um should be a choice thing you know it definitely should be like if they want to like if they don't like I don't imagine, because I imagine like if anyone on the team, football team, would have been like, I don't feel like praying. I imagine people, coaches, would have been like, "What are you doing? What do you mean?" Like, I just, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like if people don't want to. They shouldn't. I mean, if a kid's like, I don't feel like praying, or like I don't believe, nobody should judge them. They shouldn't. Because I imagine in some place they go sent to like ISS or detention for disrupting the class. You know, like they pull that car like you just have to class by that you know being attention you know but that's always um that's definitely something that should be like changed in schools probably not in texas i don't imagine that happened in texas in a very long texas, time yeah. no. texas it might happen in like when we're dead maybe. <laughs> um, they, they took women's rights away so i'm like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt like how extreme Texas is, like how much more worse it can get. Like if they're if they felt so comfortable taking women's rights away, you know, what else do they feel comfortable with? Mm-hmm. Um Essentially, since we're talking about states and like religion, um since like you say you grew up in Mexico and that's where you practice your witness, I mean, I know in America we have the rights to our religion and stuff, but like, what was really like the big difference? How how is religion different from here and from there? Well, <clears throat> it wasn't too different. Where I grew up, it was pretty close to the border, so we had a lot of American influence on it. Um, our town was pretty religious, so. It was like everyone was pretty much free to do it. There was probably a church on every block. It was like, it was crazy. I lived by this one like really big church and they would ring their bell like every hour. And it was annoying. 
But like, I mean, we were pretty free to do whatever we wanted when it come when it came to religion. Um, I think a lot of people got mad at us because we were that religion that comes knocking on your door at nine <laughs> o'clock in the morning. So we had a lot of haters for sure. But when it came to like the government and stuff, they they weren't too strict on us. Like it was it was pretty okay. No, see, I'm that's actually pretty cool. I didn't think that Mexico would be not as strict. Okay, guys, let's go around. Let's name our favorite religion. I really fuck with Mormons. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, I think Mormons are funny. Like, every time I see them, I'm like, shit, let me get inside real quick. I'm all fucking stumbling. Uh, no, um... Yeah, I was, that was not actually so. Um, <laughs> um, um... I kind of want to... You know, uh, is there any other... I mean, you say you went to faith family uh, here. Is there any other church you would like to try here? Like any church besides, like not just Christianity, like go to a temple? Would that be something? Um, honestly, I was reading, okay, I'm going to sound like a crazy person for saying this, but I was reading up on Satanism. <laughs> you don't sound crazy. I promise it's actually kind of interesting because there was this thing, like the whole Adam and Eve story. And I saw it in a whole new outlook. It was Adam and Eve were being, sorry, Adam and Eve were being blinded by God. God was trying to keep them in this cage. And the devil came as a serpent trying to open their eyes to see that there was so much more to life than just what God was trying to show them, keeping them confined in what was called the Garden of Eden. And... The serpent came along and told them to eat that fruit so that they could see that there was this whole bigger outlook on life and to try to free them from that. And I kind of like the way that little turn came around because it's showing you this whole other point of view that I never got to see because it was always explained to me one other way. So I think Satanism is actually interesting. I don't know if I would actually become a part of it, but... What did you want Can to say? I say something about that? Yeah, uh, yes. Um, Satanist isn't just about worshipping, like, the devil or anything. It's about, um, because, like, Stain, my friend, he's put me, like, in this, like, look out through it. It's like, we're not worshipping the devil. We're worshipping the truth, the honesty of the earth. It's like, we're going through hell. We're going through good. We're going through good, bad, everything. But we more look onto the freedom we have on earth. And to respect that more. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Um, I know, personally, if I would be, like, Satanism, like, with my family, they'd be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, I I honestly feel safer with Satanists, and uh, if my family hears this, hi. Um, <laughs> but there's this quote, and it says, there's no love like Christian, or there's no hate like Christian love. There we go. Mm-hmm. And so, whenever people say like, oh, I'm a Satanist. I'm like, okay, I trust you with my purse, keys, everything. Take my dog, too. Like, I, it sounds scary to people who are, like, ignorant and just, like, like want to have that Christian mentality of just, like, judging right away. But honestly, like, if it if it's your cup of tea and if it makes you happy, I say go for it. 
No, I, I really don't know much about Sadism. Sadism? I don't even know much about it. Um, not really. Uh, I wouldn't call myself a religious person. I don't know much about religions. I don't really. I've been to black church. Maybe if you try black church. Uh, <laughs> black church. Black church goes hard. Even if you don't. You've like, been there for like three or four extra hours. <laughs> yeah. And you have to, just, it's honestly the, the drums. When they go off, you just like. I'm like, oh, it's going. He's, he got chops. And it's like. um, And it's like uh, the preacher. He's like sweating. He's like. Ah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Do y'all trust religious, not people, but religious figures? Like if someone's like, "Halo, I'm a preacher, I'm a pastor, I'm a the uh, pope, or whatever." Like, no, I would not trust the pope. The in- um, I feel like the only reason why I don't trust like any religious figure is because like, oh my god, there was like cases after case of like Catholic churches abusing native americans abusing children and i'm like how much more are we gonna just sit here sit and pray while these children who are growing up with these scars get no justice and then there was a case i don't remember who it was but these little boys who are all grown up were fighting the church saying we want our justice and this man i just remember the rage inside of him he's like i'm so angry and i fucking hate everybody and i was like you know what i don't blame him for being like that because if i went through so much abuse you know i would be so swollen up in anger and so it's it's hard for me to have faith in somebody who comes from a religious background. But there was this one incident, and I'll never forget these ladies. It's from uh, these ladies I met at a retreat, and my sisters forced me to go. But uh, it was all these sisters and all these women, and like I just felt I felt safe with women. But whenever it comes to like any authority figure, male in religion, I always question that double motive, like. What do you want from me? Get away from me. I actually really wanted to talk about this subject because what I saw in my religion growing up, they would always cover up pedophilia. They would cover up child abuse. They would cover up sexual abuse. There was never justice because it was always, don't go to the authorities. We don't trust the government. We don't believe in the government. Go to your elders, which is what the people of high authority in our congregation was. And the second you would go to the elders their first instinct is cover it up so that the world doesn't think we're a bad religion. There's so many cases of covered up pedophilia and child abuse and sexual abuse. Like, I personally saw it. Like, my dad beating on me and my mom. And I had a friend whose dad was literally, like, it was pedophilia. It was sexual assault. It was, like... And then they make you feel like the monster for saying something's wrong. And you're just like, are y'all fucking nuts? Like, Mm -hmm. am I the only one going through this? Yeah. Yeah, I've never really been a big trusting guy of like religious figure. There's one person in town that's the religious, I guess. I'm not going to name drop, but hmm, let me say the initial. Brother GM. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I'm pretty, sure, pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure I fucked up the like initials. I'm like trying to think of them. Um,. I'm probably going to say it after, like, we end this, just to, like, clarify what I was talking about. Um, if y'all know, if you don't even know who I was talking about. I never, like, people that, like, are perfect, in a sense. Like, people that, like, are religious and, like, seem like they're good. I never really seem like that. Like, I'd rather have a 
if, if I had a pastor and he was like a fucking cokehead, like, okay, let's talk about God, I'd be like, yeah, I, I, I fuck with this guy. <laughs> like, where's all that money going? Nah, uh, what's my, he's like, drop a 20 in here. I'm like, oh, I guess. Like, <laughs> let me have some. Like, um, yeah, I mean, even like um, at the high school, they have this like church thing, right? It's like a, what is it called? Um, I don't know. Um, it's called like um, not faith. It has to do with that. It's called a um, church life, something like that. Either way, it's like this, like I guess, religious thing or whatever. And it's like it's kind of like faith families with weird, like thirty old men in charge of like hanging out with like teenage. Is like, it E three or there was a there was a thing uh, called E three back in the day where faith family would have a bunch of youth. Or kids uh, go there on every Wednesday for like a church thing. It was fucking weird. I don't know. I didn't trust the vibes there. I was like, this is it, church. This is like a weird clubhouse that y'all have for yeah, I, rich kids. Yeah, I don't really trust any like adults that are in charge of like TD children in religion. I don't trust that. Like even teachers. No, nah, that's nah, maybe I don't know. Probably I don't know. It just always seems sketchy. Like that cool teacher. Like everybody's like, yeah, this guy. Like taking pictures or whatever. And he's like, hey, like mm, that's kind of weird, bro. Like hugging up on like that is it's weird. I just always found out like kind of strange. Um, that was something else I was gonna say. Um, Hmm, this might be a deep question. Uh, we're talking about religious, uh, not religious, afterlife, about what we believe in and stuff. Let's say, if that's true, let's say there is a heaven, hell, if there is, where y'all think y'all going? I'm definitely going to hell. <laughs> mainly, okay, I say this mainly... Because you know what? I would hope I would go to hell because everybody that's supposedly going to heaven should be in hell. So yeah, exactly. I, I would be like, right there with you. It goes back to my beliefs on Satanism because, I mean, if there is a hell and Satan runs it, that's the place I want to be. Yeah. Because it sounds, yeah, it sounds like it'd be fun. Like, I'd meet up with Satan. He's over there already loading, like, the bong up for me. Like, that's like, where, <laughs> like, that's where I want to be, you know? It's like, it's, like, the most craziest bong. It's, like, a crazy design. You're living, you're living your best life and living your life how you want? Yeah, man, that's... Amen to that. Bong. Exactly. Uh, let's say you'd be hitting up with... Who would you be smoking with? Who's a stoner that died? Maybe? X. Yeah, except like your ex filled his bowl up. <laughs> Smoking with Snoop Dogg or Bob Marley would be fucking oh awesome. God, yeah. Teach and Chong. Teach and Chong. Yeah, man. Back when they're in their prime. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, like we were talking about, like going to hell. It's not like it's a choice, pretty much, in your life. Like, because like, like the whole culture thing is, if you believe in God, you're going to heaven. If you believe in God in your heart, you're going to heaven. Blah blah. blah. But if you just say, like, because like if you die, there's like a stairway to heaven. You can just walk right down. Like, turn, turn around and go down real quick. Donald Trump's here, bye. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> real. Like, I, I hope there's, like, you know those little poles that they have in the fire station? <laughs> I hope it's one of those, like, in the Lil Nas X music video. That's, that's how I want to go down. I hope it's yeah. like the Lil Nas X video. We all just go down the like, stripper pole. <laughs> like, Lil Nas X. Like, yeah. I call one second. Yeah. I, I hope it's, like, it's like you can just, like, chill. You can go in there and back. Like, you can just chill whenever. And you're just like, hey, what's What's up? What's up? Hitler, what's up? No, not Hitler. He's up in heaven with Trump. He wouldn't be in the blunt rotation. No. I'm not saying this. Hitler was like the smartest guy in the world. I'm having a cat. Take it back right now. 
No, that'd be that'd be like what I wonder like a dude. Magic. You know Hitler got inspired. This is so off topic, but Hitler got inspired like his torture methods that he learned from America using on Native Americans or other like POCs. I think I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. and so Hitler was inspired by that mass genocide within America would be like, oh, let me do this to, you know, some other, you know, religious or minorities or anybody I find disfigured to my standards. So, mm-hmm. weird, but fun fact. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, fuck Nazis. We hate Nazis. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't. We're Nazi here. That's a different podcast <laughs> with somebody else. <laughs> Probably the, the Joe Rogan podcast or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know, Joe Rogan looked like he would be, he wouldn't be in a Nazi, but he'd be, he probably Joe, had, Joe Rogan probably, looks like he would be a solid friend Joe, to a Joe Nazi. Joe Rogan yeah. looks like he would have, like, Nazi memorabilia. That's his right, yeah. he believes in that. He <laughs> would be like, yo, you. look at this fucking war helmet, Nazi <laughs> stuff. No, um, uh, let's see, that's, I think there's another question I had in mind, uh, yeah, I, I, sh- I probably should have wrote this down because every time I think of something, we talk about something else. It's like, <laughs> just clears my mind. But um, what are your? St- you know, we actually talk about like um, what are your stance about giving money to church, like the like the whole like you oh, know like sweet. money thing, like the whole giving. I don't know why. As a kid, I was excited to do that. I was like, "Yeah, let's give the church my money." No, <laughs> As a kid, I was like, "This yeah. is about to be the best part." Ooh, I'm about to give them so much money. Like my grandma gave me a dollar, and now it's time to put it in the basket. I was like, yeah, it was exciting. Personally, I think they're just doing drugs. <laughs> no, because they used to have these things called the donation boxes, yeah. and like my my parents would always give me money, and I felt so cool walking out there and putting money in there. Um... What the religion told us they were using it for is, was, like, they had two different boxes. There was called the Worldwide Work, and there was the Local Expenses or something. I forget what it was. So, the Local Expenses was to use on, like, what we had going on locally uh, to pay for, like, the building that our church was in, the electrical, all stuff like that. And then the Worldwide Work was given to what we called the branch offices, which was, like, the really big... I don't know if y'all have heard of, like, the ones in New York called Bethel. That's what they're called. But it would go straight to there, and they would use it to, like, build more buildings and churches all around the world and stuff like that. But, I mean, I think there was something shady going on. I feel like most of that... I feel like most of that money was used to cover up all of the cases that they had against them. Or in, like, a live court case. Yeah. Yeah. I... I I don't really... I, I kind of, I think, stopped because I remember going to the church and, like, giving money instead of going to that church as a kid. Like, why this place still looks shitty? You're <laughs> supposed to pay for that. Damn it. What the fuck is the money going to? This place is ass. <laughs> fucking... the, I feel like the only reason why I don't like how, first of all, the church doesn't get taxed. So none of that money goes to the government and none of that money is reimbursed through, you know, our communities, whether it's building new houses welfare, section eight, et cetera. Um, and there's so much controversy on those subjects, but regardless, um, I feel like the church exploits that money because there'll be people who give like their last $10 to the church because they have so much faith in it. Mm-hmm. And then you would see these pastors with like multi-millionaire like houses, cars, and like crazy watches. I'm like, bro, you're a pastor. What the fuck? Yeah. 
Yeah, like, I, I was about to say that. What do y'all think about like TV pastor like Joe Goldstein? That's his name. Joel, Joel Osteen. Joel I don't trust Osteen. Him. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, my mom watches him in the morning. Like, yo, did they, 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 they let people in during Hurricane Harvey? Exactly. Like, where that was, was he? a thing actually. He wouldn't let people inside his church during Hurricane Harvey during that. And his like big ass church that like millions of dollars. Like you're, you're this beacon of hope, and how can you reject the people who are? praying for your help mm-hmm. and so i personally just uh, don't like i it. guess i wouldn't trust anybody telling me about religion with a jerry curl <laughs> <laughs> um but uh also um this is not related to anything but like there's a video of like um the creator like with Morty like prank calling him and it's the funniest thing ever he's like in break voice like mm, i need to talk to joel <laughs> to like one of his like assistants it's a great funny video uh i recommend <laughs> that does sound awesome. yeah like, i might i might show you after this show you a video of it it's, it's pretty funny um hmm, not really is there anything you want to like express because I feel like we kind of talked about quite a bit like this is we're already like at the 44 minute mark doesn't seem like it's that long but it's it was a good chat it was a good chat we talked about a lot um I guess I'm about to think of the final question right here here um overall religion would you suggest it like not suggest it would you be like oh your religious you want to practice religion, you can go for it. Like, would you not recommend it? Or maybe recommend it to people that, like, I don't know what to believe in. I don't know what to do in my life. You know, some people need religion in their life to, like, to guide them, you know. Would you still, like, be like, yeah, maybe try religion. Maybe try, I don't know, fentanyl. I don't know. <laughs> um, I would definitely say go and try to find what you want to believe in, but be very careful and just look for the signs because I think there's definitely some good out there when it comes to religion or whatever but be careful don't get trapped don't get manipulated and just remember to always think with your own brain and don't think what people want you to think just make up your own ideas just decide what you want to believe believe what you want to believe you know no, this nigga's spitting. Uh. If there, if there's anything or like anybody that's going through a similar situation to you, what would be your message that you would want? Well, imagine yourself as that child, and what is something that you would say to her? I would go back and tell her not to be afraid to speak your mind. Like it was so scary for me because I thought I was gonna lose everything I ever had, and then like when I finally got out, I just went out and I found new family, new friends. Like I just I found my own safe space. I would go back and tell her, don't be afraid. Like there's a bigger world out there than what you were raised in, and just like I feel like if I would have spoken out and like had the balls to do what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. I would have gotten out much sooner. Like, but don't don't tarnish on yourself for <laughs> not acting soon enough because you did everything right. Mm-hmm. And so, as a child, you don't know how to navigate through things. And so, I think the way that you went about things was absolutely perfect because you fought and you overcame it. And so, that's all that matters. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that was a better question that I had. Um, <laughs> Well, I guess that's all we have for today. Thank you, Angel, Nick, Alyssa, for coming on this episode, um, talking about your experience. I feel like we got more uh, 
answers. This would have been probably shorter if all y'all wasn't here. Um, we got more. We got more experience. More, you know, collective thoughts. Um, where can people find y'all on social media? Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Instagram. But like names accounts. Uh, my account's womp womp zero five. So W O P W O P zero five. Mine is a let's. Uh, Let's vibe and smoke, like underscores for the spaces, and there's an underscore like right after the smoke. <laughs> Mine's is literally beans and rice, please, but the N, like the N, is just an N and then rice, please. And I know who I am. Y'all know to find me. Um, thank y'all for ha- being here today. I enjoyed this conversation. It's interesting to hear people's thoughts on such a controversial opinion. Um, Thank y'all. Um, thank y'all for listening. Um, make sure to listen to the other videos. Make sure to um, share this for people who think that they would learn or you know appreciate this video. Um, I'm ready from damn interesting. And thank y'all for tuning in. I hope y'all listen to the next one. Bye. Bye.